You know what? To episode twenty nine of the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast, the podcast where if Brandon interrupts me again, I'm gonna shove my fist so far up his ass that he can wiggle my fingers out of his mouth for pissing me off. What's going on, guys? This is our post WrestleMania edition, and we actually went to WrestleMania there, Brandon. Isn't that right? We did, man. We went to WrestleMania. I was awake for most of it, and uh, oh, I have your cup, by the way. Your, uh, you have my cup and you have your my collector's shoes. cup. Yeah, you I got your shoes. shoes. They're a little wet still, but <laughs> I'm going to try to do my best. I'll put some powder on them. Well, what the hell, man? We we, we had to run through the rain after uh, after WrestleMania. Guys, keep the questions coming. I appreciate it. So let's explain what we got going on right now. We got waiting in the wings. We got Keith and Drew. All right. So here, let's go to Keith first. Introduce yourself. What up? It is the Colossus of Countouts, the Sultan of Cells, the People's Champ himself, Jockey Full of Bourbon, and my boy Brandon. That's right. Joining forces tonight, we're going to crush. That's right. I said it. We're going to crush Father Kenny and Dad Bod, Big D, Andrew. <laughs> so let's explain. We got a tag team match going on, guys. We're going to give separate opinions. It's going to be me and Drew versus keith and brandon so without further ado we saved the best for last my tag team partner big d himself drew uh brandon you're an idiot why would you say andrew if my name is big d for drew what is big d andrew that makes absolutely no sense and that is why me and kenny are going to crush you and if it isn't for keith you probably would have nothing to say going on right now Guys, you're missing out on a hilarious conversation. Please join us on YouTube if you want. I'm going to go actually hop on YouTube. So if you got any questions there, we'll answer them as well. Um, this is already off to a heated start. We got four guys full of piss, vinegar, testosterone, and probably would fail a drug test in between. Yeah. Um, so, guys. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on a second. Now, before we get started, I do want to say uh, it is playoff hockey time right now, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, yeah, I, I just got to say, how about the Tampa Bay Lightning shitting the bed tonight against the Columbus Blue Jackets? I mean, it's broke my heart. I, I don't know what's going on. It's cup or bust this year, guys. Cup or bust. What's going on, Big D, Drew? What's going on with the Lightning? I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch the third period because I was like, ah, oh, 3-1, we got this. Check my phone like just before you know you were 30 minutes late for this. Let me interrupt the the hockey talk with some uh, with with some wrestling talk here. Sorry, guys, I I apologize. Um, (laughs) We got a couple of questions that uh, I just wanted to answer real quick because people are asking what that buzzard thing or that bird looking thing on the on Ron SmackDown was. Uh, It's Bray Wyatt. It's buzzard. Just so you know, that was a buzzard. You know, follow the buzzards. So just to confirm, yeah, it's a buzzard, guys. (laughs) It's not the rebirth of the gobbledygooker. As no, I gobbledygooker think. is not coming back, guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but anyway, guys, so just to, again, to explain for you on Instagram who are still with us, we're doing a tag team match here. So if you want to go ahead and ask us some questions, we'll be more than happy to answer them, um, especially for the WrestleMania related. Guys, did we all watch WrestleMania here? Absolutely. Yep. Brandon, I was you there. Watch? Yeah, I think I was there. So for most of it, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, there's a one. There's a video of you sleeping, by the way, on uh, on your podcast. You know, I don't story. think I was sleeping, man. I think, you, I, I think you snapped it at the perfect moment. 
Like I just no. had my mouth open and I was closing my eyes to like blink. And he caught I mean, me right how many, there. How many videos and pictures do I have of you sleeping from this weekend? A lot. A and ton. it was a video because I sat there and held it watching it at the same time as the pay-per-view was going on. And your head was completely back. Your mouth was wide open. And your eyes were completely shut. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. People feel me sleeping at work and stuff, too. I don't know why, why they're doing that. Just, See, tell, just wake me up. Sleeping. Well, he admitted that he was sleeping. Stop, yeah, stop sleeping in weird-ass places. <laughs> So we have our first question. Uh, the first question is, how much do you rank the John Cena and Elias segment from 1 to 10? Hell yeah, mark out moment of the night. I'll let the heels go first. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to say it was mark out moment of the night for me. Uh, I, my favorite segment of, the, of all mania. Um, I, I didn't know what was going on or who was going to come out when they were showing all the Yankee stuff, so. Once the once the Thugonomics thing hit, I was like, "Holy you shit!" Didn't, you didn't know who was coming out. I give you a hint. No, I, I didn't. Know, I as soon as as soon as the the only thing that made me go, maybe it's not Cena, was like, "Well, it's Yankees." I'm like, "Wouldn't he be his fans be pissed off since he's from Boston?" Uh, well, West Newberry technically, um, but I kind of figured out as soon as as soon as it was like Babe Ruth, I'm like, "Oh, he's the Babe Ruth of the WWE." It has to be John Cena, and then sure enough, like I was shocked as hell because I didn't expect the Doctor of Thugonomics. So yeah, this is this is definitely my WrestleMania moment. But hey, tag. I Jeez. I thought it was uh I thought it was a little strange seeing a grown ass man uh like John Cena being the doctor of thugonomics once again, you know, it's a little uh a little strange for me. I thought it was excellent. Um it was definitely a swerve today. I mean, did anybody think that was gonna happen? The possibility uh, yes. of uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to my friend Kevin who went with us when we were at Mania Crawl. Shout out to Jamie also. When we were at Mania Crawl, Kevin looks at the, the four of us because it was a group of five. He looks at the four of us and goes, "You know, it'd be cool, man, if John Cena came out one more time like the Doctor of Thugonomics." Exact wow, word. Damn. And uh, Brandon, you're my witness to that. He did say that. And uh, well, Brandon was a little bit too drunk to remember anything that happened this weekend. Brandon was pretty much loaded all weekend, um, but yeah, yeah. So he did predict that. So I'm going to give him credit and props right now. You're supposed to tag yourself in on your own. Partner, <laughs> Come on, man! Tag. Isn't that like a, an infraction? Tag. What was it? What was it? Your low blow, uh, Seth Rollins? I'm holding um, the tag rope. Hold on. <laughs> okay, right, I got. Yeah. I got mine. I got mine. Tag. All right, I'm in. Um, back to what I was saying, I thought it was excellent. It was a swerve. Everybody kept thinking, oh, it's Undertaker. It's Undertaker. I thought it was great. I thought even the corny raps that he said were great. I was oh, laughing. Fantastic. I, I mean, I thought that was excellent. I mean, I don't care if he doesn't ever come back as Dr. Thugonomics again. That was just a perfect little spot. Gave us something we didn't expect. Like I told you on the last episode, swerves. And I got swerved. When so I, I got to hear that music, though. <laughs> Brandon, we have a question sidebar. We have a question for just uh, you. Yeah. Oh. From Russell Marvel for 333, the guy that does not like you. <laughs> and he says, what are Brandon's thoughts on Kofi Mania? Uh, you know what? I think uh, superstar Billy Graham is white. Um, I really <laughs> don't. You literally just said, I think superstar <laughs> Billy Graham is white. <laughs> yes, he's white. <laughs> it was a Freudian slip. I meant right. He was right. 
Uncomfy Kingston. Caucasian. Caucasian. Yeah. But yeah, no. uh, I mean, Kofi Mania, I I don't know how long this is going to last. We'll see where it goes. I mean, once the sort of honeymoon period dies down, you know, are people still going to be behind this guy? Because you got to remember, Kofi's been around for a while, but, you know, he he was always the air boom guy, smiling guy. But was he a guy like you thought was going to be champion ever? I don't know. I we mean, got this- another question for Brandon. <laughs> you can piggyback on on that as you continue talking about Kofi Mania. So, this question for Brandon: How was NXT Takeover in New York City? <laughs> they just so you know, he knows that you didn't watch. That's pretty. Oh, much- okay, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard. I heard they did another five star match uh, between uh, Johnny Wrestling and somebody. <laughs> So that's got to be good, right? Let's go NXT, man. I'm excited about these guys. They're pulling them up to the main roster. Here, tag, tag me. Somebody tag me in here. Tag. Don't tag him. Tag. Right. Don't tag. I want to talk about Kofi Mania because I'm wearing the shirt. There's a new champ. Yes, there is. I was really irritated, and I don't care if this is politically correct, but I'll say it. I was in between two black people to my right, one black person to my left. And that was Brandon. And my motherfucking ass was the one crying. When he <laughs> <laughs> and it pissed me off because I was like, what does this moment mean? Nothing to you all. Like, nah, you know he's I mean? just, he's just another guy. Like he's not like my cousin. What do you mean you all? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? You all kidding? <laughs> oh man. It's just, it's just, it's just, irri- no, it's honestly though, it irritated me because I was looking at, they were cutting the shots of the kids in the crowd, you know, black kids, I I have to say, and they were just jumping up and down. Like you could see what the moment meant to them. And, and it was like, you know, he was opening doors and like, you could imagine being that kid and like seeing the first African-American WWE champion. Wait, now is Kofi actually African-American? He's African. African born, he's the first. You can argue, or you can argue all day about black, but he's the first African born WWE champion. If you really want to get technical, ah. so I mean, it's just you know, I, I again, it, it meant the moment meant a lot to me. I cried. I'm not afraid to say that. I cried like a baby. You probably I live streamed it, so you could probably hear me sniffling when it happened, and you can hear Brandon snoring. And <laughs> you mean you um, streamed yourself crying, like specifically? Right. No, I didn't. I, I had it on the ring the whole time. So, I mean, I didn't live stream myself crying. But, I mean, it, it was an amazing moment. It really was. It, it was one of those, like, wrestling seems real kind of moments because, you know, Noah's family and, and, and what it must have meant to them. And just the whole week is crazy. And then when they pulled out the actual title. And uh, man, I got to give it to Kai, man. His son. His son has got so much charisma. He's, like, not even, what, nine years old? Not even. He's younger than that. But when he held up the title and he was holding it up on the ropes, man, that's freaking awesome. Freaking awesome guys. But here, quick question. Kenny, can you answer my question? So do you think that, you know, if, is there going to be another greatest Royal rumble? I doubt it. Uh, they'll probably, they'll do another, they'll do more events in Saudi Arabia, but I don't think a greatest Royal rumble again. I, I kind of hope so. I like the Royal rumble. So who knows? I'd love um, to see like a mildly okay Royal rumble. Like just, uh, all the best jobbers and mid <laughs> like just bring that back I, and have Dean Malenko win. That'd be great. I just want all of that. You know, it's not 1996, uh, right? I want to make sure that you're 
you understand that. In my heart, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do we have another question? What's the next question then? Let's see. Here, let's answer. How, let's answer this one. I'll tag my partner, Drew, first. Let him talk first. And the question is, how come Hogan didn't hand the title over to Kofi? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If they really wanted to make it like whoa, a whoa, moment. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow your roll, Brandon. This Four, is your turn. Three. Get back on your side. Here, I'm back. So back on your side, uh, Brenda Brown. Um, <laughs> being that I've met him in person because I went to high school with his kids, I will say probably because he's a dick is why he didn't hand the title over to Kofi personally. <laughs> <laughs> whoever whoever asked that question is awesome. <laughs> uh, just so you know, Sam 12 Sultan. Uh, you're the one that asked. Me question, right? media. Yeah, he, <laughs> thinks you're awesome. If you're not watching us on YouTube, please watch uh, us on YouTube so you can hear people compliment you. <laughs> oh man! So so, who's answering next, Brandon? Uh, yeah, I think if they really wanted to make that you know feel good PC moment, they should have had <laughs> they should have had the Hulkster come up and hand him the title. Say good job, brother. Like I didn't mean what I said <laughs> was years ago. You're one of the good ones. You're one of the good ones. <laughs> I think I think it would have been great. <laughs> Brandon, I, I a question, am I more black than you? Because I'm offended. You're you're making oh my god, I can't I why we don't usually but, go live, guys. Look. <laughs> Like Hogan has rehabilitated himself, all right? <laughs> what did that process entail? Yeah. He lived with Titus O'Neil for like <laughs> <a few> months. <laughs> all right. So the question is okay, I guess this is directed at me. So guys, just so you know, after this tag team thing, we're gonna let the two guys go. We're gonna let Keith and uh and Drew there go. And we are gonna talk about our WrestleMania experience. So maybe hold off on that. We'll talk about the atmosphere. Um, hold your secrets. Yeah, hold our secrets for now. Are y'all glad SmackDown is moving back to Friday night, or do you you like it on Tuesdays? I'll let the heels go first. Oh, man, you know what? I oh, I'll tag. <laughs> uh, that's actually news to me. I didn't I didn't know that, but that's awesome. Yeah, they're going they're going back to Friday night, but it's still going to be live. Hell yeah. Wait, yeah, so how's that going to affect... Oh, sorry. <laughs> so um, how's that going to affect, like, the Raw or, like, the teams traveling around, or, or will it have no effect? Is it going to work out? Uh, no, it'll probably change their touring schedule because I think right now, if I'm correct, they fly out Saturday. They basically work Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then fly home, you know, for the rest of the week. Um. So if they change, uh, that would be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, probably, and then they'd fly back on Tuesday. So it just changes. They just take the day off of there and add it to the beginning. That's all. Make it happen. Brandon, do you think Tess should be inducted to the Hall of Fame? <laughs> Hell yeah. His theme song alone should be inducted into the Hall of Fame. 
just what's, a fantastic theme. What's the line from it? The like high school stop up, give it up, no. That one? No, I thought it was like, did you pass the test or something? Like, <laughs> the, beginning. the beginning is like test. This is a test, test, test. And if you want to hear 50 minutes of me doing that, <laughs> and I'll do that live for you. I, I, you can request it on Cameo, guys, and I will do that for your birthday party. Yeah. Uh, so my question is for Drew. Drew, you actually have a question directed at you here. All right. Uh, did you watch TakeOver, and what was your favorite match? And then I should tell him he's an awesome dude, and he should definitely replace Brandon. This is from <laughs> Russell Marvel, Marvel for 333, who hates Brandon. Yes. I feel like anybody's going to be replacing Brandon <laughs> at this point. Um, I can't lie. I... I watched half of Takeover. I was at a uh, like a family function where I got to catch the last half, so I didn't get to. I didn't get to. Wa- I got to watch the tag title match um, right before Mania, but I, I did like the main event. Um, <clears throat> I liked how over it just made Johnny Gargano. Um, I love that he's going to be sticking around in NXT because I just think right now there's not really a spot for him on the main roster. So instead of getting buried, I think it's awesome that he gets a, a second chance at being the guy on the NXT roster. And I mean, he's the first ever, uh, what triple crown is what they're calling it. Triple crown winner. Yeah. Um, so I yeah. thought, I mean, I thought that that was Sorry. pretty awesome. I mean, I thought it was a solid match personally. What about you, Brandon? Do you think it was a good match? I mean, the question is, was NXT TakeOver better than the G1 Supercard? That's what we really want to know. I don't know, That's man. I, Enzo and Cass interrupted. And, uh, I mean, that. I'm a fanboy of Enzo. So, uh, NXT TakeOver is definitely better. But, you know, the fact that uh-huh. Enzo Amore could be back in some sort of wrestling just makes me very excited. I, I literally listened to his uh, his theme song. Uh, the next day on that radio. <laughs> I thought you were going to say his podcast. Oh, no. If he has a podcast, I'm totally listening. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> we got some questions on YouTube. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I should ask this one first, but whatever. The Hulkster shows up to SmackDown and Vince let Hogan face Kofi, and Hogan wins the title. <laughs> Brandon, you answer first. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, wait. What was the last part of the question? Basically, Hogan winning the title from Kofi. Like, what are your thoughts? Yeah, what are your thoughts, dude? Instant, instant heat. You know, uh, I, I'll be totally invested in the storyline. I think it's realistic. You know, <laughs> make it happen, man. They got to shake things up, man. The ratings went down for SmackDown. Oh They're about God. to do a shake up. We had this conversation. I thought we had this conversation. I know, but they did. They went this post this post uh Mania Raw or sorry, uh, SmackDown, the ratings went down. So it's like maybe they did need to bring the holster did back. SmackDown ratings go down too? Yeah. Where'd you hear that? Uh it's one of the ratings one, one of the articles. SmackDown. Yeah, I think uh SmackDown viewers, yeah, post WrestleMania episode down twenty five percent from last year. Um, so I know Raw was head to head with the NCAA championship. So I mean, that's that's a hard one to fight against. I think SmackDown just needs uh, a new general manager, and I think the guy for the job is Baron Corbin. 
<laughs> I mean, he did defeat Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think that's worth a job. Let's talk about the worst WrestleMania moment of the night. Baron Corbin beating <laughs> Kurt Angle. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. Dude, when Kurt left, that was dark. He said the chant that epitomized my career. And then everyone started chanting, you suck. I know. I, I was like, man, he, I was like, that's a weird way to say that. Well, is that the word he meant to use? Like, <laughs> I don't think so. I think he, he wanted to say, like, you know, that, that followed me throughout my career and, and stuff, but whatever. Uh, so I guess we can all answer this. This is because we're all Tampa boys here. What are your guys' thoughts on the WrestleMania 36 video announcement? Oh, tag. I'm, I'm in. Cool. I'm in. Go ahead. Go ahead. I thought it was awesome because it's totally tying in like the whole Tampa Gasparilla theme along with our uh, professional football team with, with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, I mean, I'm excited. I, I know it's not physically possible, but I really hope they use the damn ship as part of like their stage. Um, I think it'd be so cool to see uh, Brandon's future ex-wife uh, come down from the freaking <laughs> ship or somehow. Um, I mean, I'm pumped. I, I mean, the fact that I can ride a bicycle there. It, it just makes me excited that it's it's that close to us. Kenny tag, tag. All right, cool. Thank you. So, I I got a, a Pirates of the Caribbean sense on it, and it was really cool because it wasn't like Bucks pirate, and it wasn't like you know Gasparilla. It literally looked like a trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean. Is kind of what they went for to me. Uh, it's pretty damn cool. Um, just FYI, I read some rumors here. I don't want to spoil anything, but I guess Kyrie Sane had a match tonight at N- the NXT tapings, and apparently she was bawling like a baby afterwards, like she was hysterical crying. So I'm going to give you a hint that that probably means that she's going to the main roster. It's probably in the Superstar Shakeup next week wow. because, um, yeah, she couldn't hold back tears. So you can venture a guess and say it was probably her last NXT match. Um, so we're probably getting Kyrie Sane at WrestleMania 36. I mean, she was tailor-made for WrestleMania 36. I'm pretty sure they're only bringing her up just for this WrestleMania and <laughs> seeing what happens from there. Need that moment. Wait, I want to hot tag Keith. <laughs> oh, hot tag me in, bro. What's up? I just thought about WrestleMania. Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm excited for uh for Buckamania. I, I dig the logo. Buckamania. <laughs> Buckamania, man, is gonna go with, with all the gear. I can wear my jersey to, to Mania. It's, it'd be great. <laughs> so we have a statement here, not a question. It says, Hey Brandon, it's your well wisher from India. Congratulations for outlasting six hours. <laughs> yes. That's right. All right. Well, I have a question then that I'm just gonna throw in that has to do with WrestleMania next right. year. Uh, who do you think should main event WrestleMania in Tampa? Kyrie Sane. Hulk Hogan, brother. <laughs> Hulk Hogan should main event. He's always main event. That's not a real answer. And I know everybody could tell it wasn't a real answer. <laughs> they stopped and waited for my real answer. Um, I haven't put a lot of thought into it, man. I think with me, I'm really just coming off the high of WrestleMania 35. Today was the first day that, like, I don't want to say I was depressed, but it was, like, the first day that I was just like, man, it's over. This trip is done, you know? And, and so I've kind of had to sober up almost almost literally in, in Brandon's case, though. Brandon's still probably drunk. <laughs> A we've little bit. since We've been drinking since Saturday morning, which is pretty freaking crazy. That's why Brandon has uh, sunglasses on. He doesn't want anyone to see his bloodshot eyes. <laughs> um, 
you know, I, you know, I, I'm having trouble here, so I'm gonna tag. I'm gonna tag with my partner, and please save me because I'm not doing well in the ring right now. I think we're going to get back to back women's main event. I Ooh. think I think we're potentially going to get the match that we really wanted by itself this year. I think we're gonna get uh, uh, Becky and Ronda. I I think she's despite what Wesley says. I think she's sticking around. <laughs> Um, I mean that's that's kind of what I've been guessing. They, I mean, the clues that they gave us were the main event was going to lead this year until next year's main event. So as long as it's not Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, <laughs> I talk about that right now with you bastards on this podcast. Last yep. week, last week we had Jamie from Mania Crawl. We had Wesley from Flashback Wrestling. We had Brandon Brown from the inner depths of hell. We had myself. And we, of course, we had Drew. Did I say Drew already? Nope. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was five men. And we were all talking about what we thought would open Mania. And I said I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if the Universal title opened the card. My exact words. I said I wouldn't be surprised. Now, Drew specifically told me I was stupid. <laughs> Wesley told me he didn't see it happening. Jamie said, not a chance in hell. And then Brandon just shook his head because he had to go along with the crowd. What I that, guys, Drew specifically, because I got to do this to you because he's a cocky bastard. What match opened up WrestleMania? The Alexa Bliss segment <laughs> opened yes! up WrestleMania yes. with the Hulkster. What, oh, ma- yeah. what match opened up WrestleMania? Uh, the Cruiserweight title match opened up <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> of WrestleMania 35. Oh, Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. For the what title? The Universal title. Ah, as I was told, and this is why I, my friend Keyshawn has nicknamed me the pundit of professional wrestling, and I agreed with him because... I was the only one who guessed the universal title would be the one opening up. I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they did it because it was the title match. The way it should happen is a title match first, a title match in the middle and a title match at the end. And I was like, they damn sure ain't putting Kofi on first. So I'm like, that's probably going in the middle because the women's main eventing. So the universal titles first. No, no, no. Brock Lesnar can't be on first. I'm like, yeah, Brock Lesnar be on first. And then he has time to leave and go get his steak. (laughs) (laughs) And it happened, guys. <laughs> so if you aren't listening to this podcast already, listen to our podcast and hear me spoil what's going to happen. <laughs> you have any questions? Do you, all guys, do you guys want to know what's going to happen in the future? Hit me with the questions. <laughs> Kyrie Sane's going to SmackDown next week, guys. <laughs> oh, is this confirmed? No, no. This is <laughs> oh. That's a pretty good guess. <laughs> that's not a shoot. That's a spoiler. <laughs> Yeah. Let's go back to the YouTube though, because we got people asking us some questions there. Uh, well, no one's going to be able to answer this one. But thoughts on the new ROH champion Matt Taven? I've always liked Matt Taven. I liked him when he was with uh, with uh, the prodigy Mike Bennett, who you all might know is uh, Mike Canellis. Um, yeah. Very good group there. Uh, what I it sucks that they broke up. I mean, obviously, but. Um, I think he's got more to offer. I think we haven't seen the best of Matt Taven. Um, I'm excited, especially, 
you know, with ROH, this future looking better. You got Enzo and Cass coming in. I mean, it's, it's kind of awesome. Um, Isn't his name still Enzo too, but like with an N? It's NZO is, is the way it, because it's literally the, the last three letters. So you pronounce it NZO. <laughs> <laughs> um, AJ Styles will come to Raw to feud with Seth Rollins. That's a good question. I'll let the heels go first. Keith, you go first because Brandon keeps trying to answer every question without you. AJ Styles and Seth Rollins? I don't know. I don't think so. I think uh, we're going to build up to a Roman Reigns heel turn when he cashes in his money in the bank briefcase on Seth Rollins. That's my guess. Brandon, you want to speak up for your partner there? Yeah, I mean, let's book that. I mean, do we want to watch two small guys fight each other again? I mean, we saw what happened with you Kofi. Seth Rollins is as big as uh, Roman Reigns there. We all saw what happened with Kofi. <laughs> I'm just going to cut you off. Um, yeah, I, I would like to see that. I would love to see AJ Styles on Raw. Um, I think it's, it's overdue now. Uh, I mean, Raw is the number one show right now. Um, I think that's a great feud. Uh, I don't care if it's two baby face versus baby face. I'm not against baby faces against each other or heels against each other. I mean, I, it's gonna get a you're gonna get a classic. So, what whatever pay per view they do feud on, it's gonna be a great match. I mean, it's no different than I know you guys probably couldn't see it because you were live, but uh, it's no different than Orton and Styles. I mean, it was a classic match. <laughs> so, <laughs> by the way, we were oh, where we could see. But that same situation is what happened to me at the Rumble with that stupid light. It happened to us. It happened to us at WrestleMania 33. Just so you know, I mean, uh, WWE is notorious. Just explain the situation to our viewers. Um, the situation is that, yeah, Drew's talking about the fans that couldn't see during AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. He couldn't see during the Royal, the Royal Rumble. Uh, WrestleMania 33. It, it was to the point where, unfortunately, we had bri- a bright white light. Like it wasn't just yellow and red or whatever they saw. It was like a white light in our eyes the whole time. Brandon couldn't see. I mean, Brandon's blind to this day. Look at him. Look, <laughs> those are prescription sunglasses. He can't see. WrestleMania 33 blinded him permanently. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. It ruined a good match. That might have easily been the match of the night. I've said this to Brandon. If I'm taking out crowd reactions, that might have been the match of the night. But unfortunately, it didn't get the love from the crowd. It should have because if you if you all were confused uh, watching WrestleMania and hearing the crowd react at weird times, it was because there was a light shining in there. And get turn the lights off. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Do you want to answer that question? Tag. Do you want to answer the Styles on Raw? Uh, Styles on Raw. Thank you. So. AJ Styles, I thought should should have gone to Raw in the past two drafts. So I think he's way overdue to go to Raw, uh, especially with them going to um, Fox uh, on SmackDown. I think they should take some of the heavy hitters. Not to say AJ Styles isn't a heavy hitter, mm-hmm. uh, more so that he's just been on SmackDown. So why not take the the Brock Lesnar's, the Roman Reigns, you know, guys like that? Take them to SmackDown completely fit flip the script and take guys like AJ Styles, you know, and some of those kind of guys to um to Raw. Because you know, SmackDown's gonna have to really, really, you know, push the envelope for it to be the ratings monster that uh Fox wants it to be. What do you do with Kofi? 
if I don't have my usual gusto, it's because I'm still fucking hungover. I'm not gonna lie from this weekend. But what about Kofi? Um, Kofi's a guy I could probably see on Raw too, only because, again, it's like well, but then again, you gotta have a nice mix. I, I don't know. I'm conflicted on Kofi, man, because more I kind of want to see Big E. Uh, well, no, I think that's one. Of, we might have a question like that. Tag, tag. Hold on, I'm tagging. You absolutely leave the new day on Fox. Um, Fox wants entertainment. And despite what Brandon thinks, uh, Kofi and the New Day are entertainment. I mean, heard, did you I've see Fox? I've heard Fox doesn't want necessarily entertainment. They want like more adult storylines. Okay. Uh, what's more adult than a, a 300 pound man doing a full split? Um, <laughs> I mean, that's fantastic. You're saying a child, you can't enjoy a man doing a full split as a child. Is there something <laughs> vulgar about Big E doing a full split? <laughs> No, I mean, You're talking about his hip gyrations, like when he's going like this, but you know, I would have believed you, but you, full split, no. I mean, everything about the new day <laughs> is gold. I, I mean, they're just, I don't care about the adult entertainment, whatever. They're entertainment, period. Okay. They're hell of wrestlers. They're fantastic on the mic. I mean, I was laughing hysterically during their segments. I mean, I just, I think they're great. I mean, I think you can make them these baby faces who just, do stupid stuff. I think you can make them heels. They just, I think they need to, they can be on either show. Hell, they could do dual shows for all I care. Right. I think they're great. Here's, could the club, here's a question. Could the club be formed on Raw with AJ, Finn, Anderson, and Gallows? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll feel that one. Yes, because AJ tweeted it out today, which I'm sure you saw. Um, he tweeted out that, you know, there's a possibility, but then it makes me go, well, AJ and at Gallows and Anderson have been on the same brand for how long now when they haven't come together, you know what I mean? So it just, in storyline, it would make, uh, AJ look like selfish as hell that he wants to do it now. It's like, I, I didn't want y'all when, when y'all were just, just you, I, I want you with Finn Balor, you know? <laughs> so it's like the fuck man, like why he really just wants to team with Finn Balor. What if he just acted like he didn't even know they worked there? The whole time? <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't know you were here. <laughs> I, I saw you in catering. I, I tried to talk to you. Anyway. I thought you were working catering, good brother. No, wait. Do you run those guys as a heel faction or as a face faction? Oh, a yeah. heel faction because it would it would be uh, it would be so stale to do all the baby face. Whereas, like, it would give Finn a, a makeover, it would give AJ a makeover, Gallows and Anderson, it would put them in completely different light. But then it, you wonder, like, what if the Undisputed Era come up to face these guys? It's like, you would have to keep them babyface. You know what I mean? You don't want the Undisputed Era. I guess that's where my mind went. If you're going to have a four-man faction, you got to have another four-man faction to fight them. Yeah, and Balor Club can't both be bad and for everyone. I feel like that those two... <laughs> that caught me off guard sorry (laughs) (laughs) sorry these are coming in real dry tonight speaking about aj he is dealing with a hip injury yes he had to pull out from a signing at wwe access i mean i hurt my ass at mania (laughs) so I don't have a good AJ Styles impression. I'm sorry. I mean, it wasn't bad. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It's, it's, it's uh, commendable. 
feathered hair. <clears throat> yeah, you got to do the where I get my AJ Styles impression is actually from a segment on TNA in like 2013 where Kazarian I think came out as AJ Styles and he goes, I, I mean, I, I'll try. <laughs> like, so it's a impression of Kazarian doing an AJ Styles impression. So, you know, it's not actually of AJ Styles. So, um, yeah. Here, one of my best friends from my childhood, his name's Vish. He came, he's on, he says, hashtag beard goals. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> when we were little, we tried to grow beards and it did not work out so well. So we put on wife beaters and thought we were cool. I think he's talking about me. <laughs> he, can't he can't see you at all. Oh, he can see white, me. Though. It's not impressive to grow a beard when you're white. Why? Mine's red. It's even more impressive. Yeah. That's less impressive. You you grow beard? Beard? Yeah. That is impressive. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Aren't you two? <laughs> wow, we could just Uber to each other's houses. I mean, no big deal. Uber to WrestleMania. No, because we're going to Mania crawl to WrestleMania. Hey. Speaking of <laughs> Mania crawl is fucking awesome, guys. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Jamie throws one hell of a party. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where, where do you think you guys might have them go? Like Ebor? No. Or, Soho. Or Soho. Definitely is there Soho? We're definitely, going, we're definitely going up up and down Soho. We could do like five different bars on Soho. You don't think they're going to be in Ebor? No. Downtown's got some bars. Oh, no. Okay. So you hear what Keith said? So I'm just going to fill you in on some information. You said you don't think they will be. You're talking to guy, the guys that will be helping with Mania Crawl 7. We've already got word from Jamie. We're helping with Mania Crawl next year. So it's not they, it's us. It's use guys. Use guys over there. The who's your daddies. The who's your daddies. <laughs> combine the names. We got to combine the names. The fickle daddies. <laughs> I can dig that. The reason why I said Soho is because, I mean, I've, I've seen them in action in New Orleans when I was there. I didn't know what the hell they were until after. I heard him on Penny, Kenny's podcast, um, but the crowd that kind of Soho's more of the scene for that. Ebor, I, I don't think so. Um, I feel like being able to to bar jump at Soho is a lot more convenient. You can spend a lot more time in each bar there, and they're just Ebor sucks. I mean, wow. Ebor, Ebor is not the Ebor that we fucking. No, it, it's not like when we were eighteen to twenty when we were going in there illegally drinking. I mean, <laughs> illeg- not illegally drinking. Um, yeah. I mean, plus you can always take them to some breweries too to end it. You can always go to Cigar City Brew, which is right by the stadium. Right, there, everything is like right next. To, it also is in proximity to the stadium, which this year was amazing. But Hoboken, the problem, okay, and this is not Jamie's fault. Hoboken is a is like half an hour away to forty five minutes away from East Rutherford, and East Rutherford has nothing. That's the issue. Is like we got out of Mania, and eighty thousand people were trying to leave at once. We were caught in the pouring rain. We didn't leave till like two three a.m. And a hundred dollar Uber ride later is how we got out to Penn Station to the halfway mark to take a train to go home. So it was the worst mania leaving experience I've ever had. So I'm not emphasizing not Jamie's fault that he had to go to bars that were, f- were pretty far. 
But in comparison, next year, if we take him to Soho, it's like a 10-minute drive, not even to the stadium. It'd be like the cheapest party bus ever. He could probably rent like four party buses. Um, big news, so he might need it. He might actually need four party buses, but I'll let him fill you all in on that news later on. But anyway, got, got any more questions, or should I start filling some? Here was Kenny at Wale Mania. Uh, <laughs> let me answer this question. Uh, this is a pretty cool thing I'm going to say to you guys. Uh, was Kenny at Wale Mania? No. But who was at Wale Mania was a guy named Wrestling Flow. And his name is Josiah Williams. Uh, if that name sounds familiar, it's because on Friday he was signed as on-air digital talent by WWE. The man is signed to a WWE contract to work on air as a digital talent. And if you join WWE PC or NXT on Saturday and Sunday, you might have seen him. Uh, there's videos posted. He was live streaming. He was doing reaction videos when Kofi won where you could see Bianca Belair uh, crying. And he's also doing something else that's pretty cool. He's our guest next week on the podcast. Oh, shit. So we have Josiah Williams, an interview I'm so, so looking forward to. It was already going to be a cool interview, but now the man is signed by WWE. Um, I'm so excited to have him on next week. So uh, that's my answer to your question. So... Just wanted to shout that out right now. But back to our guest from this week's episode of the podcast. Way to make me feel so small. (laughs) (laughs) Your penis didn't do that for you already? Uh, Um, Hey. Hey, you're not supposed to spill my secrets on air. Come on. (laughs) We're supposed to be team who's your daddy. (laughs) And we both have kids. So we obviously have to have some kind of well endowment. Anyway, um, (laughs) thoughts on the great Muda at super g at madison square garden guys uh, i'm not gonna lie to you i didn't see the g1 special i was at the hall of fame so i still haven't caught up um so i'm not gonna field too many questions on the g1 special uh apologize for that it's not because i don't want to watch it it's just because i've been drunk since saturday um (laughs) (laughs) so do we get any more questions drew why don't you go into those questions i'm gonna go with i'm gonna hit uh you guys with the hard one um, Uh-oh. since Triple H didn't get retired this this uh, <laughs> past weekend, and I'm still don't see uh, Brandon. Brandon looks like he's still in his mom's basement. Um, who, in your opinion, should be the one that retires Triple H? Oh, Brandon uh, was homeless. Just so you know, Brandon was homeless on the pre-show when Kalisto was the third man. <laughs> the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And unfortunately, Brandon lost his house at that moment. I was texting Jamie because Jamie was all the way across the other side of the stadium from us. And I was texting Jamie like, hey, Brandon's homeless now. And he goes, I know. Uh, so. uh, it was pretty sad. Brandon Brandon had a horrible reaction to the moment. He was, he was pretty sad. But you know what? We stood in the rain that night. You know? So I think I paid my dues. So who's firing triple triple H guys? We'll let the heels go first. Yeah, because I can't answer my own teammates' question. You know what? I think Shawn Michaels to retire Triple H. Tag. The road dog Jesse James. No, that's not my real answer. I think uh they should just 
bring back the Seth Rollins Triple H feud. Let them let them duke it out one more time. I actually really enjoyed that. Kenny? Oh hell yeah. Uh, uh yeah. That the the reason I'm silent is I'm thinking here. Um. I mean, it depends. I mean, depends which route do you you want to go. Do you want do you want a legend to retire him? Do you want someone like? Because then I would say The Rock. The Rock and him had easily uh, some of the best feuds of their career. The the feuds took them from mid card to uh, to main event. So if The Rock is healthy, I would love to see that feud. They did a teaser of it a couple of years ago, and it was really good. It was they had like a thing down memory lane and and a trip down memory lane, and it was uh, it was really good. Um. Again, it really depends on the moment. I mean, I can see, you know, as weird as this sounds, never say never in the wrestling business, I could see CM Punk doing it because then you have like the whole like anti-authority kind of guy. But uh, ultimately, if you ask me like a guy on the roster currently, I'm going to say I'm going to say the same thing as Keith and say Seth Rollins because that was his successor, you know, Triple H basically gave him everything, so it would be a good callback. I think that's always been a good feud. That whole Kingslayer feud that they had was amazing. Uh, why not give the rub to Rollins? He is the the person that that's filling the Triple H role probably better than anyone right now. So, yeah. Well, minus every so basically everybody but Brandon's answer, I like. Um, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing with with The Rock. Uh, Seth Rollins, I think, was definitely my person. Um, this I'm just gonna spitball because I, I, I get real lucky at this. It's gonna be Baron Corbin. Um, <laughs> we, can't, we can't have Baron Corbin retiring everybody. He's Why gonna not? retire everybody. That's gonna be his stick. Yeah, he's the retirer. <laughs> he should be the retiree. <laughs> no, the retiree will be That's pretty late. close to a legend killer, though, isn't it? Yeah, he'll be the legend yeah. killer. Whatever. But I mean, like, let, let's be real. We all thought it should have been John Cena for Angle, right? I mean, that would make sense, come full circle, you know, blah, blah, blah. Seth Rollins makes too much sense. So that's why it's not going to be any of those. <laughs> it's not going to be anything that makes sense. WWE proved that this last time with Baron Corbin. So I'm going to stick with Baron Corbin. I can see someone from NXT retiring Triple H just because he wants one of his guys to do the honors for him. <laughs> Uh, so I could definitely see, like, I don't know who's on the. I could see like Adam Cole doing it or something. Alistair Black, Alistair Black could be cool. Baron about, Corbin was on NXT, by the way. Just gonna throw that out there. I mean, he's an NXT guy. There was no way Jose, but we're not talking about him. <laughs> Those were hairier days. What about what about KO? I like KO. that. That's that's not a bad idea. Good one, yeah. Can I give you guys one one that's just like completely out there? Shane McMahon. Oh, oh God! I hope not. This is the thing, though. You know, we can speculate about retiring stuff, but it's like ultimately, it's just someone that he could have a good storyline with. So people might go, "Ooh, what, why would you put Shane McMahon? Why wouldn't his retire him?" Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, you 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 could easily have a feud of like you married your way into this family to try to gain, you know, gain my spot. Position. You stole my dad. <laughs> I'm going to retire you. You know, you love. <laughs> we have a comment from Slam Hub Wrestling, who, by the way, I, I got to give a shout out to Slam Hub Wrestling because, brother, you're a lot wittier than I ever gave you credit for. His, his comment is, I want Kona Reeves to retire Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kona Reeves. If, let me hold on. Let me, let me do it. Let me do it. 
his pose. <laughs> have you have you all seen Gona Reeves? See that mystery Polynesian guy that just yeah he's the, he's the one that comes down like the finest. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's Kona Reeves. He's got potential, guys. Don't sleep on Kona Reeves. Just with a little bit more seasoning, <laughs> he's got some potential. I've me and my cousin saw him live at NXT Tampa. Oh man, proved a lot. So if he continues to improve, uh, I think I think we will see the next coming of uh, No Way Jose. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, um, if it's any kind of Asians, I mean, Kenny's already said this. Uh, Vince doesn't like them, so we can just scratch any potential Asians off the board. Why are his eyes are closed? Why aren't they? Open? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got, I got another one. If somebody doesn't have one, good. And I know this is this is gonna have Keith going. Uh, who had the bigger impact on wrestling, Stone Cold Steve Austin or Hulk Hogan? Oh, snap. Um, who do you want to answer first? Um, let's go with the heels. The heels. Tag. Hot tag. Right. This is a tough one, but I'm going strictly off of the momentum and the, the pivots that happened because of the era, I have to go with my man, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Freaking yeah, goddamn Steve Wiser. <laughs> I, you know, the Attitude Era changed everything. That's, you know, you could say ECW, you know, in that time too. But like that whole era, people still harken back to that. People still call back to that. They want that dangerous. You know, you were just talking about how, you know, Fox wants adult storylines. They, they kind of want to see some attitude. And so I would say Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, that was the that was the most important time in our lifetimes, I think. Tag, Brandon. Tag. Uh, you know what? I love to agree with my tag team partner, but I'm going to have to go with the Hulkster. Oh, face turn. Uh, <laughs> I, I turned the tables on you, man. He was with me. <laughs> he was with me all along. I gotta go with the uh, with the Hulkster man. The longevity of his career. He, he's he's spanned like so many eras. He's still the man. Brandon, I'm not even yeah. your partner, but tag me. Tag. <laughs> uh, the reason I will say Hulk Hogan is because there would not be a Stone Cold Steve Austin without the contributions of a Hulk Hogan. Uh, WrestleMania one was a big gamble from Vince McMahon where he put all his money on the line and he said, all right, we're going to try this rock and wrestling thing out. We're going to have the Super Bowl of professional wrestling. We're going to mix rock stars with wrestling and we're going to have one guy in the main event who I think could sell the tickets. And that man was Hulk Hogan. So it's one of those things where if that, if that event hadn't been successful, if Hulk Hogan wasn't the draw, he was, we would have never seen the 90s in the WWF. We would have never gotten to the point where we needed someone like a Stone Cold Steve Austin to break tradition. So for that reason, I'm going to go with Hulk Hogan. And even more so, when the Attitude Era came around, it was still fucking Hulk Hogan that fired the shot that caused the Attitude Era. Because if Hulk Hogan didn't turn heel uh, at Bash of the Beach 96 with Scott Hall and Kevin Nash... Vince would have never taken a chance on a guy like like Stone Cold Steve Austin. There were guys that people told Stone Cold, you're never going to get over wearing black trunks and black boots. So I'm going to say Hogan 
literally was the reason why all of these things happened. And I'm not even that big of a Hogan mark. Like, I'm more of an Austin mark, but I have to recognize uh, Hulk Hogan. Drew. I don't even have to say anything. I'm just going to step back. You just did the big cast work, and I just did my Enzo work. He's going to play to the crowd right now. Just Hey, man. Everybody on with I mean, you, you nailed it. Uh, I mean, I, Stone Cold, I grew up with Stone Cold and The Rock. I mean, those those are some of my favorite wrestlers. But like you said, if it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, we wouldn't even be having these discussions about wrestling right now. Um, I, I, I think he helped make it and shape it into what it is today. And so that's that's why they still he opened the show with WrestleMania this year, just out of left field. You know what other what was it the Saudi Arabia one? He came to the Saudi Arabia one. Yeah, because they wanted to see Hulk Hogan. Exactly. So I mean, at, at like a hundred years old, he's still a big deal. He's well, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we got a couple of comments that I want to read before we go to the next couple of questions here. Uh, all caps from Slab Hunt Wrestling. Let's talk about Brandon's look tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, Sulman Sultan that says, "Is Brandon trying a new gimmick?" <laughs> <laughs> can I? Can I tag? Oh, well, I want to tag on this one. Tag, tag me, Kenny. Tag, dude. I'm I'm feeling Brandon's look. Um, <laughs> I don't know if 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 the if your audience is is. I mean, Brandon has more energy. He's got some swag. So it's just he needed a he needed a gimmick change, you know, something like Dolph Ziggler needs. And <laughs> right now, gimmick. I mean, Brand, Brandon's doing work, man. So I mean, look at him. Let's talk about that. So my best friend in New York, Keyshawn, gave him that hat that says No Tell K N O T E L, and gave him that hat. So go ahead and show it show it to the camera, Brandon. Let me zoom in on it. it says No Tell. And uh, he gave that hat to Brandon. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Trip, and you should have seen the amount of girls that were staring at him. Oh, they man. all loved it. Brandon was looking fly. I thought and, they were gonna call the police, but no, right. they're it. Brandon, let me see if I can get this on the camera here. So Brandon, in a matter of two seconds, we're at a bar, and I take a picture of Brandon and I make an album cover for him. See if you could see this. It says, "The No Tell Motel." <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Brown. It looks like a legit rap cover, doesn't it? Does it not? Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, it really does. Brandon, as you can see, you have swag. You just you're not realizing it. You guys are gonna see me at Wale Mania in no time, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I'll read that as <laughs> next year. We're getting Brandon into Wale Mania. We're gonna make it happen. We have Josiah on. The podcast next week, ask him if he can get you into <laughs> But you got to wear this exact gimmick next week, too. Yeah. This can was can I say, like, from, from my heart right now, uh, WrestleMania weekend really reinvigorated me as a wrestling fan to the point where I literally made myself a promise. I said, WrestleMania is in Tampa next year. I'm going to be involved somehow. So I'm calling my shot right now on this podcast. I don't care what it is. How it happens, I'm going to be involved with WrestleMania somehow, some way next year. I have to call in my shot. You get the job against Braun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, look, if Colin Joe's can do it, I can do it. Dude, the three of us versus Braun, we get triple. <laughs> we can take him. I think he can still pick all three of us up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, this is the question I wanted to ask. Uh, it was C Nation Respect asked this question. Would Mustafa Ali be WWE champion instead of Kofi if he didn't get injured? I'll let everyone else answer first, and then I will give you my opinion. Uh, I'm going to tag in. I'm going to say there's 0% chance Mustafa Ali would have been champion. <laughs> if it was in the past tense, though, Brandon, because you, we, we know, like last episode, you literally said Seth Rollins has 0% chance of being universal champion. Not only was I right on him going first, but he won. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go. Uh, forget your tag in, Brandon. Um, <laughs> WWE is all about momentum. And I think Ali's momentum was going up. I still can't get over just calling him Ali. Um, Ali's momentum was going up. And, I mean, the crowd was loving him. Everybody was loving him. I think he was supposed to be Kofi. Before he got injured, Kofi filled that role. And the play, people loved it. They went nuts, and it just transitioned right into Kofi Mania. But I do think that Ali was supposed to get that push. And I think, yeah, he would have won. I'm a hot tag. Wait, guys, on hot in, tag. Uh, we're going to be cutting off here, and then we'll be jumping right back on. So give us two seconds. Go ahead, Keith. All right, so tagging in. Uh, absolutely not. I don't think that Mustafa Ali – or Ali, my bad – <laughs> uh, I don't think that he would be champ. I think uh, with him, he would have ended up having a championship match against Daniel Bryan. It would have been like, you know, real long epic match, but I think he would have lost at the end and it would have been kind of like a way to build him up as a new, like upper mid card to main event, like underdog type guy, almost like a new Daniel Bryan, you know, for lack of a better term. But, uh, but yeah, I don't think he would be in the Kofi spot. I think that came with, um, you know, what's, convenient that that's what people wanted you know and he was there to, to take up that mantle um so so let me give my opinion here thank you for rejoining us on instagram live guys um my opinion is this it's kind of what everybody said already but just elaborated a little bit more so ali got injured when he was supposed to be in the gauntlet match kofi 100 percent took his role in the gauntlet match Ali was supposed to have that showing of an hour and be the underdog that got his ass beat by Samoa Joe. And then AJ would come out and go, you know, I don't want to fight you like this. I don't want to fight you. And then Ali's going, no, you will fight me. This is my moment. This is my moment. You know, saying something like that, 100%. But what happened was Kofi channeled something in that moment that caused him to be pushed. Because if you all remember the exact line he said, he goes, basically told AJ Styles, he goes, no, I've been waiting for this moment 11 years, 11 years. And he pie faces him. He's like, fight me. And in that moment, you literally saw the crowd remember who Kofi Kingston was. They already were cheering him because he's Kofi Kingston, New Day Kofi Kingston, and he was over. But in that moment, when he said 11 years, it reminded people exactly who he was because we all had forgotten who the fuck Kofi Kingston was. And we've forgotten how over Kofi Kingston can be. And from that moment on, do I think Ali would have gotten the feud? Yes. What would have ended up happening with Ali is that he would have gone on to fast lane or filler lane, as the heels like to call it. That's right. Yes. He would have gone on to Fastlane, a pay-per-view I didn't know existed. 
<laughs> and <laughs> what would have happened was he would have had a very strong showing against Daniel Bryan, and then he would have been taken out of the title picture. Kevin Owens would have would have then been slotted in, and Kevin Owens versus Daniel Bryan would have been your WrestleMania match with Daniel Bryan ultimately going over. What ended up happening is because of Kofi's organic push, everyone realized if we don't pull the trigger in Kofi now, there's never going to be another moment. To WWE's credit, they ran with it. They understood. And hell, maybe it was just for money. Maybe it was just the marketing. But but that was not the feeling I got the entire weekend. Even if at the Hall of Fame, everybody was winking at him. Everybody was high-fiving him. It Kofi Kingston is an infectious has an infectious personality. He's a guy that like you don't even know him, but when he's in the room, you want to talk to him just because he's so nice. So I know everybody was legitimately clamming, clamoring for him. So that ended up switching the plans. Kevin Owens fought at Fastlane. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Didn't he fight at Fastlane or am I remembering that wrong? With Ali. Right. So he fought. He and Ali. There you go. He and Ali fought at Fastlane. Their stuff got squashed. And then Kofi went on to take the WrestleMania push because it was the best feud they possibly could have had. So that is my answer. Ali would have been stopped at Fastlane and not gone on to WrestleMania to win the title, guys. He would not have won the title. Let's see. It's nice that you're agreeing with the heel. That's right. I'm not agreeing. <laughs> actually, I'm not agreeing with you. I'm just taking what you said and then actually making it make more sense. <laughs> like the baby face that I am. Who's your daddy, yeah, yeah. bitch? Yeah. Fuck it. So here, here's a question. Uh, I don't know if anybody else can answer this one, but hopefully. Thoughts about Kushida on NXT? Can anyone else feel that question? Or should I go? Always excited to see some new faces, some young, fresh guys never heard of. You know, never never really been on the big leagues. Like to see those dudes coming in, you know. Uh... <laughs> 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 some new B plus players. That was like the best poli- like politician answer I've ever heard. He very obviously has no idea who Kushida is. I'm a heel. Um, I know who Kushida is. Oh my god. Um I was really excited to see him, but I'm I'm really conflicted. Um it's one of those things where you know, a lot of people are like, are, are, is, is he going to have the time splitter gimmick? And a lot of people are like, okay, so just, just to fill you all in, guys, he, he does this back to the future gimmick in um, New Japan. So they call him the time splitter. And he literally had like a, at the last Wrestle Kingdom, he came out with like a kid, this kid helmet came on. Uh, it was it, like, you got to see his character. Like he's, he's back to the future-esque. Um, so a lot of people are like, oh, he's not going to be able to keep that gimmick. I think he's keeping the gimmick because the first thing he did to the camera at NXT TakeOver was go like this and touch his wrist. So mm-hmm. I think he's keeping the gimmick. But if not, I still think he's going to be he's, – he's got enough talent to do something. He's got charisma. He's got what WWE's looking for. He's got that, like, you know, weird, strange, kind of cartoony charisma. Um, so I have faith in him. Uh, but then again, I also had faith in Shinsuke Nakamura. So I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> And he's Asian, so I mean, Vince McMahon might hate him right away. He's getting buried. Yeah, he's getting buried. What do you think about Shinsuke and uh, the Crusher, uh, the Bulgarian brute? 
together. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I want to see Hiromu Takahashi in WWE still. All right, guys. So there, guys. I actually know New Japan a little bit, unlike freaking Brandon. But what are you saying, Brandon? Yeah, I was saying. What do you think about um, Shinsuke and the Bulgarian Brute tagging together? Uh, I hate do you it. like their tag team? No, I absolutely hate it because they're both so talented. They should be single stars, and yet you have both of them as a heel tag team for no reason. Uh, it's, it's, I'm offended by it. Not because they're uh, like, I'm offended that they're so talented and they're not doing anything with it. And why is Rusev not a face? Why yeah, did why they ruin Rusev it? Not a face. Yeah. It, it's like, why can't they, why can't they just, uh, you know, turn into the, well, what's the saying here? Keith, you've said it before. Turn into the skids, skid into the fuck. I, I don't what? know my sayings right now. I can't, I can't, I say a lot of things, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Uncontrollably, no. I just had they missed. Turn into the skid. Turn into the skid, guys. I, I was I was on there. They missed the hot wave with the whole Rusev day. I mean, last year when I, I was at the Mania last year, and the whole place was chanting Rusev day. I mean, it. You thought Kofi was over this Mania? Rusev, Rusev was, was way over. last yeah. week Mania, and they did not take advantage of that whatsoever. And now they've put him back down into burying him again. Right. And that's kind of what I'm getting at with Kofi. You know, the main difference is Kofi's been there 11 years and had to deal with that. But, you know, Rusev, I think he tweeted out something and people were like, haha, no way. And he was like, I was as over as Kofi was last year. And yes, yes, he was. It's one of those things where you could have ran with Rusev, given him a title and people would have accepted it. Um, Rusev's a talented guy. Rusev, Brandon and I have talked about this. It's like any gimmick that he's given, he gets over. He was a foreign heel. He got over, you know, he was Bulgarian. He turned Bulgarian. He did the stuff with Summer Ray, where he got rid of Lana. He got over, you know, he put on shoes and he started doing another gimmick. He got over. He handsome started Rusev. handsome Rusev. He got over that. And that eventually <laughs> turned into Rusev day, a one-off comment about today being Rusev day. All of a sudden became an ongoing joke that he was, uh, it was Rusev day every day. Um, today's Rusev day for that matter. I have um, the shirt. It's just, you know, so do I, yeah, he, he got over, I mean, he got over and WWE didn't go with it because obviously they had other plans, but that's why guys, I want you all to really appreciate what they're doing with Kofi. Cause sometimes guys don't get that opportunity. Uh, they don't get that opportunity. What that, when they get themselves over, it gets squashed real quick. And I think Rusev's a perfect example of that. Uh, but anyway, in English as well. I think we should start wrapping it up with the interview section, guys. Uh, we're coming on an hour here, over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there any other questions anybody wants to ask? Somebody just, or Slime Hub Wrestling, all caps, Handsome Rusev. Um, That's right. <laughs> yeah, Taka, he says Takahashi is still with uh, LIJ. He's not going to WWE. He's facing Dragon League. I'm aware. I'm aware. Nobody's going anywhere, guys. Um but anyway, Drew, you want to ask one more question before we go? Yeah, it'll be a dual question. Um, yeah. I already kind of prepped you guys on it. Uh, in your guys' opinion, who is the greatest men's wrestler of all time? And who is the greatest women's wrestler of all time? Go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> oh, um, greatest m- men's wrestler uh, for me is uh, The Rock. Um, he was my favorite. Coming up, really, why kept watching wrestling uh once i started uh watching it so yeah the rock for me sort of that you know the prototype of the 
sports entertainer, you know, sort of that whole package there. So, uh, as far as female wrestler, I'm gonna have to go with Karisane. Oh man, you did so well with the Rock, and then you oh, then you lost God, me. No, it was it was it was so close. I thought you were honestly gonna say your girl that just got inducted. Oh, of course, Hall of Famer uh, Tori Wilson. There we go. Make Jamie proud. That's right, Jamie. Uh, Jamie Jamie literally said, I can't believe I'm meeting you all. I'm physically next to Brandon, and I want to throw him off the balcony. (laughs) (laughs) Legitimately said that because he was conflicted, like he was so excited to meet Brandon, but at the same time just wanted to kill him for the Tori Wilson comment. And this, was after, and this was right before Brandon bought him a beer. So we did get him that beer that we promised him at the stadium. <laughs> because nobody at Mania Crawl thinks to buy this guy a beer at the stadium because he can't drink at Mania Crawl. He's babysitting everybody. Yeah. Poor guy. But like. Um, Go ahead, Keith. So, yeah. Yeah, t- tag myself in there. Uh, for me, greatest men's wrestler. It's hard to say of all time. It's like, you know, I've only been alive so long, guys. Yeah. But uh, it's probably a tie. I would have to say I, Stone Cold's my dude, but The Rock, you know, it's, that's that's a tough call. It's between those two. Uh, for women, also tough for me. I would say growing up, China was always the most badass. But now, uh, I would say Charlotte of, like, the, the current class. It's, like, it's a tough call between all those, but put those ones out there. Um, are we talking wrestling, like rest, like wrestling wrestlers or like overall package? I was thinking overall package for mine. Yeah. Cause how I was going to answer mine was, you know, wrestling and then like entertainers. Cause I was going to say, if, if we're talking about greatest wrestler of all time, I'm going to say Ric Flair. Cause Ric Flair is just can go, he could go an hour and still have a good match. Um, if we're talking entertainers, um, ah, man, I want to say Hogan, but I'm going to say for overall package, I'm going to say Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, he could wrestle. He could cut the greatest promo of all time. Uh, he's one of the few wrestlers where it doesn't matter who you ask. You're like, do you know who the Macho Man is? And their response will be, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he's recognizable. Uh, greatest women. Greatest women overall packaged uh just because you know i don't want to say china because keith said it uh but china did you know was a contributed a lot to the business i'm not going to sleep on china um overall i'm gonna say trish stratus just because i think she ushered in the era of the modern day women's wrestling uh she had no business being good in the ring she was a supermodel turned you know fitness star turned wrestler and she picked up pretty damn quick, which no one ever gives her credit for. You know, she picked up almost as quick as Kurt Angle picked up. And Kurt Angle's a freaking gold medalist. So I'm going to say Trish Stratus, believe it or not. Oh, man, I'm going to piss Wesley off so bad with mine. It's going to be fantastic. That's why I waited <laughs> to last. Um, for me, growing up, um, The Rock was my guy. Uh, when it comes to wrestling, though, I will agree with my partner and say Ric Flair to me is the greatest of all time. Um, championships speak for itself. Um, entertainer though, to me, nobody was more entertaining than Chris Rock. I mean, not Chris Rock, Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, 
Rock. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Chris Rock was entertaining. But Chris I mean, Jericho. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Yeah. All right, sorry. Oh, fuck. I got no Chris Rock and Brooke. <laughs> All right, Jake Farrell. Um, <laughs> Jake Farrell, I love Jake. Though. But for me, it was it was Chris Jericho and The Rock. They were the most entertaining people. Um, that that was at the peak of my wrestling when I was younger. Um, I mean, I t- I watch every Rock movie now because of him. Uh, for females, uh, I think the one who stuck out for me as a kid was actually Lita. She was to me the most entertaining chick that you can watch because chicks weren't doing the things she was doing i mean she was extreme and back then you didn't really see that i mean it's i mean i didn't as much as a kid um right now current day i think uh wesley's girl ronda rousey is stealing it for me with the best women's wrestler only because of how quick she got into the ring learned how to wrestle became great her mic skills are starting to get pretty good um, I mean, she stole the show last year at WrestleMania. I mean, I, I was marking out like crazy when she picked Hunter up. I mean, I, I just think the ceiling's like way up here for her. Uh, Charlotte is definitely the top superstar of the last couple of years. I do think Ronda, if she continues to wrestle, she'll take that spot. I mean, she's just the biggest name. I Fuck Wesley. I think she's the hottest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> Oh, Wesley. I mean, Wesley's admitted he doesn't like outsiders is really what's going on. But I, I dare I say I have more respect for outsiders who are able to come in and pick up so quickly. It's one thing if you're an outsider that comes in and, and you know, just does it for a paycheck. Like Brock, to me, I think Brock Lesnar's an outsider, whether no, he wrestled no. in whatever. I think he's an outsider because he just leaves. He comes back, Brock, does Brock, shit. Yeah. Brock Lesnar loves the business. <laughs> this is the thing. Brock Lesnar loves the business a lot more than he'll let on. Brock is just that type of guy. But there's a reason why he's re-signed with WWE a couple times, and it's not just money. It's because the, the Brock Lesnar only left WWE because he didn't like the travel. He loves entertaining. He loves the athleticism in WWE. So don't let Brock Lesnar fool you. He really is a fan of the business, kind of like the Ultimate Warrior. A lot of people used to give Ultimate Warrior shit back in the day, but Ultimate Warrior cared. And I promise when you hear Brock Lesnar's Hall of Fame speech one day, he'll talk about how much he loves the wrestling business. Um, and he was just kind of misunderstood because of you know how, how he is in his private life. Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. People like Lawrence Taylor, LT at WrestleMania 11. Don't sleep on that. Like that guy main evented a WrestleMania and did well with it. You know, shout out to Bam Bam Bigelow for for helping him, but still, you know. So I actually like outsiders personally. Um, I mean, I remember hearing about the possibility of Ronda joining WWE like two years ago, and then I kept hearing about how she was training with with WWE uh, trainers. Uh, what what's his face? Who's the guy on Two Hundred Five Live? Who's a trainer? Um, Brian Kendrick, right? That's right. Yeah. Brian Kendrick, I heard she had been training with him for over a year. I mean, despite what some may think about her just being an outsider, like she worked her ass off just to get into WWE to put on a good show. And the fact that she worked live events and everything like that just shows to you she's not just there for money. So, I mean, I respect her probably more than a lot of people do. And, uh, I mean, I'm a fanboy when it comes to her. I like her. I think I think that's it right there. We should probably end it right there for Wesley's sake. Um, 
<laughs> so what we can leave on in this interview is that Ronda Rousey's fucking awesome. So guys, I did want to thank Keith Andrew for being our tag team partners. That's right. I had the better tag team partner ultimately. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know about that. <laughs> Hashtag who's your daddies. Hashtag who's your daddies. I think <laughs> yeah. we clearly won against the Fickle Warriors. Heel Heat still has his title. Heel Heat. <laughs> it's a hot dog championship title. <laughs> <laughs> it's a title. I don't need processed meat. <laughs> but guys, I did want to thank you. This was pretty fun. And we did, you know, just random questions. Uh, I like the spontaneity of it. Thank you guys for joining us. Me and Brandon, keep tuning, keep tuning in, guys, because we're going to give our WrestleMania experience. So, Drew and Keith, you're going to have to tune in to hear that as well. <laughs> have a good night, guys. I can't just stay live and listen. Boy, I mean, can I? We got a two sweet. Yeah, look at that. Too sweet. We're all gonna two sweet. <sighs> Are you in the FWO now? <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Take care. Later. See ya. Yeah. I guess I gotta get out. <laughs> if you want. No, listen, fuck you guys. I'll just sit here and listen. I got nothing better to do with my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So it is just me and Brandon now. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> just wanted to give our experience because obviously, guys, you know, we went to WrestleMania 35. We had a hell of an experience. Um, so definitely wanted to talk about that. So if you got questions, guys, change them to WrestleMania weekend questions and we'll answer them. Uh, so let's start off with with our plane ride. So we got... <laughs> Got off is pretty weird. We we got off in New York and uh, they made us get off in the back of the plane and walk in the tarmac, um, <laughs> which is pretty fucking odd. You know why um, they made us get off? Because I didn't scan my you... ticket. Yeah, when I got bored. Oh, yeah, the plane. Let, let's talk about that. So Brandon <laughs> gets stopped, like literally, like you could tell, like it was like an urgent concern. Like they come back and this lady's like this. She's holding, she's holding like her her walkie-talkie, and she goes, she goes. Sir, can I see your ticket? And I'm like, holy crap! I'm the one with the tickets, mind you. So I'm like, yeah, I like, and I'm. I gave her a look, like I was pissed off. Brandon, like, you know my look. I'm like, that's mine. That's his. Yeah. And then she goes, thank you. And she goes, what? <laughs> what did she say, Brandon? Did you say Brown is on the plane or something like? She goes, Mr. Brown is on the plane. Mr. <laughs> Brown is on the plane. So it just became an ongoing joke the whole weekend. Where I was just yeah. like, Mr. Brown is on. Yeah. Mr. Brown is on. I guess you had to be there, guys. I yeah. know that doesn't, that doesn't sound as funny now, but we're just like trying to chill. Yeah. And, and she hit us with that. So we get to New York. Brandon's bundled up in like freaking 50 million layers. I'm wearing the uh, the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Uh, he, was. he was but wearing the, the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Yeah. But let's skip to the good stuff here, guys. So we go visit family, yada, yada, yada. And then we go nap at my friend's house for about three hours. <laughs> so let me admit this part on the, the, the podcast. So three of us, my friends Kevin and Keyshawn and me, obviously, we're going to go to the Hall of Fame in Brooklyn at Barclay Center. And we tell uh, Brandon, like, what are you going to do for the rest of the night? And he's like, I, I don't know, just whatever it is, not go to the Hall of Fame. And so he doesn't he doesn't go to the Hall of Fame or doesn't want to. But I look at Keyshawn and I go, hey, tell Kevin to buy the ticket anyway. 
<laughs> so yeah, I'm going to admit that on the podcast right now. And the funny part is Keyshawn goes, I wasn't going to let him not go anyway. And then Kevin pretty much gives the same response. So Kevin buys four tickets. So Brandon is forced to go because we're like, fuck you. You're not going to just go sit by yourself in Brooklyn while the rest of us are at the Hall of Fame. So it probably to Brooklyn. We show up to Brooklyn. We went to some like bar arcade, like a barcade, and we're already plastered by the time we get to the Hall of Fame. Then at the Hall of Fame, we have a couple more beers. Uh, Kevin and Keyshawn specifically had shots, which I had no idea, Brandon, by the way. Um, but here, let's talk about the Hall of Fame. So <laughs> it was so confusing because we walked in, which we apparently thought the Hall of Fame started at eight. So when we got in, Bret Hart was in the ring. So we go to our seats and we're already, we're confused because we're like, is this the first inductee? And then we also see the ring, which normally it's on the stage. So the setup was weird. We saw everybody in the ring. We're like, there's a fucking ring. What's going on here? And then while we're walking to our seats is when the guy attacked Bret Hart. So some, so we're, we're all confused and someone attacks Bret Hart right away. So we're like, what? what the fuck is going on? We're thinking like, it's a work. We're I like, still think is- it's a work. <laughs> Brandon still thinks it's a work to this day, but we're just confused. Cause we're like, what is going on right now? And Bret Hart gets tackled and we see dash Wilder beat the crap out of the fan. And, and we filmed it and it might be the most views we've ever had on a video on our Instagram and because we just wanted to pe- people to know what was happening, because I knew they did probably black the situation out. Yeah, props um, to Kenny for the quick camera work there. You got that, got that phone out in a hurry. No, but it wasn't. It wasn't like on purpose. It was like I was just baffled. I'm like, what is going on right now? Um, the Hall of Fame was great. DX being inducted. You forget that like DX was um part of our childhood like that was a group that i used to always love and you forget that in, in today's current age mm-hmm. um so the hall of fame was fucking awesome man and then then the real fun came out came afterwards because we were just out till like 6 a.m bar hopping going crazy but let's get to the main one so sunday morning we wake up at one o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> Well, Brandon, let's talk about that. Brandon says he's showered the entire weekend, but I don't believe him because Brandon says he showered at five in the morning. It was early, but I did shower in the morning where everybody was asleep. I don't know why I get up like that's probably why I'm tired later on because I just wake up randomly extra early. That's probably what it is. And I'm like, yeah, you wake up at 5 a.m. You wake up at 5 a.m. And then, of course, you're asleep by like freaking seven. seven yeah, I'm crashing out at eight, eight o'clock. So good. <laughs> we have a comment on the chat that says Brandon Brown versus D'Lo Brown. Book it. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. Battle of the Browns. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. Where, what is D'Lo Brown up to these days? I don't know, but I'm down with the Brown. We're uh, down with it. Yeah, HHH or Triple H and HBK making fun of AEW was hilarious, guys. Especially when Billy said, told Billy was all in. Uh, it was really good stuff. The Hall of Fame, I can't say enough good things about it. I live streamed it as well. Uh, that was you cool. Know, I, you know what takes me off about the Hall of Fame? I didn't want to go to it. I got tricked into going to had to cough <laughs> up 50 bucks for the ticket. Which and I didn't cute. even get to see Tori Wilson inducted. 
We missed yeah. Tori Wilson. So we missed. Yeah, that's another thing to say. We missed Tori Wilson, which was great. Which was great because when we saw Jamie the next day, he uh, he was like, "Yeah, blah blah blah." Tori Wilson, and we're like, "Oh, was Brandon even see Tori Wilson?" So it was all great. Uh, um, I think I don't know if Drew's trying to text me here. Is that what he's doing? <laughs> but anyway, um, so let's get to the main thing. Sunday, we get up, go on a mania crawl. Because of how fucking hungover we are, we pretty much don't end up. Uh, at Mania Crawl until later on. Uh, we end up at the Wolf's something. Can't remember the name of the bar. Um, sorry, I'm getting messages from Wesley. Flashback wrestling right now. So anyway, we we get to the bar and I can't find Jamie. And truthfully, it's because I thought Jamie was like six foot six. I don't know about the rest of you, but on the podcast, he looks pretty fucking tall. So I'm looking for a guy who's like six foot six and I can't find him. And then sure enough, I see Jamie and not to say he's short, he's not short, but I'm like, oh, you're not, you're six feet. Like you're fine. You're cool. (laughs) Now, Brandon, let's talk actually something about Mania Crawl. I point out to you that Penelope Ford was at Mania Crawl. Like she had snuck in and I asked you if you wanted to go get a picture with her and you pretty much pissed yourself and said, no, I pissed myself, man. I, I freaking, I pissed out. I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't be that guy. That moment, <laughs> which it surprised me, man, because you know it's it's funny not to say like people look. I guess it's true on on TV, people look huge, and like I saw her, she was like five feet tall. I was like, oh, she's like a like it, it puts in perspective like these are normal people who are doing this thing, um, which is pretty cool. Drew says, Brandon, speak with some conviction and turn your phone off because he purposefully texted your phone just so it would wow. go off on the podcast. Just wow. to see, just to see if you were paying attention. Dirty game. No, you don't turn it off ever. Right. But anyway, so we're at Mania Crawl. Amazing time, guys. If if you go to a WrestleMania and you don't go to Mania Crawl, you're missing half of the experience. I am convinced that the reason we were able to stay awake during WrestleMania and be be energized for WrestleMania is because we went to Mania Crawl afterwards. I will directly credit Jamie with that because he threw such an awesome event. All wrestling songs throughout. Yeah, and, how uh, hype were the cats on the bus, man? On the way there, I was gonna say I don't, I don't know if I should air this. Oh, all right, yeah. But fuck it, I'll say it. Uh, we got hooked up. I, we got put on the bus uh, pretty last minute. Uh, Jamie just comes up to us and he's like, "If you do want to get on the bus, just get on now." And uh, so we jump on the bus. And uh, this is a true story. This is a cool moment that happened to me and. He probably didn't catch this from me at the time. So I know he's going to listen to this episode. So I'm going to give him a shout out right now. Um, His name is Feliciano Segundo Jr. So this guy was sitting next to me on the bus and he looks over and he goes, wait, are you Kenny? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm Kenny. And he goes like a Kenny, like Kenny from a Kenny for your thoughts podcast. I'm like, yeah. He goes, bro, hey, I messaged you earlier, man. Hey. And he's like, can I get a picture with you, man? And as awkward as I looked at the time, internally, it felt really cool that somebody in New York was recognizing Tampa boys on the party bus. So I thank Jamie for that because, you know, we go, that was the, that meant a lot to me. Like, I'll just say it like that. 
it, it, it meant a lot to me. And then a couple other people were like, hey, wait, are you Ken- you're Kenny? And then uh, if you look on our Instagram on our WrestleMania 35 weekend highlights, uh, people are, were chanting, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. And I filmed it on the bus. And uh, it was a pretty damn cool experience, guys. And I, I don't say that to humble brag. I'm not saying that so that to flex, like nothing like that. It just, it, it truly meant a lot to me as someone who just started a rinky dinky podcast and then to see it grow to the point where I can be in New York for WrestleMania and get recognized, uh, that meant a lot. So, uh, Feliciano, thank you. Thank you for that. I will look in the camera. Um, good luck at Full Sail University because he's going there. You'll do great things, man. Um, but thank you. Thank you for that. Anyway, yeah, the Mania Crawl bus was fucking lit, bro. Uh, I mean, everybody was dancing, doing doing poses when music was playing singing the lyrics uh jamie knows how to throw a party man it was like the perfect environment like you know it's weird when i'm the tame one you know what i mean <laughs> you know it's super weird because uh, everybody else was so high energy and uh, let me not lie i i was i was matching their energy too <laughs> brandon was the quiet one brandon just yeah. sat there and just observed it um but i guess let's get to mania man so Brandon, what what was what I don't you don't have to go into every match, but uh, right, you know what was your overall mania experience? Because I don't think I even asked you this. Uh, okay, yeah. So overall mania experience, uh, we get in there. It it was cool where we uh, where our seats were actually because we were sort of back up high enough we could sort of see everything. So uh, we didn't have the problem with the lights. Let's talk about that lights. before beforehand before you get into yeah. your stuff. Uh, usually guys, I'm not going to lie to you. We're spoiled. We buy floor tickets. We buy riser tickets. Uh, this mania, we originally weren't even going to go. And so my compromise for us was, all right, we'll buy seats in the two hundreds, uh, just to keep costs down. But the funny part, I think we still spent like five, $600 anyway. So we should have just bought the damn floor ticket. So we were pretty high, but like, honestly, it was a really good experience, uh, being that high. Um, but Brandon, I'll let you continue. But yeah, so we were up high. We could see everything. I could see all the monitors, which is fantastic. So then if I didn't want to look at the ring, I'd just look at the monitors. But you never do. Action. Brandon never wants to look at the and, ring. And the, yeah, we weren't, we didn't have the problem with the pesky lights. But it was funny, like being up where we were, we could look down and see all the people like chanting, you know, they turn these lights off sort of thing. And we see the yellow light just, you know, shining on them. And uh, it took up a little bit, I guess, to get the lights figured out, uh, which is which was funny. Uh, during well, the, there was uh, a point Orton, where uh, they they actually turned them up brighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, wait. We got a question on the chat, and it's WrestleMania related, so I do want to answer it. Would you recommend a travel package? Um, no, the travel package is just super expensive with a lot of fluff. Um, have the patience and order everything separately. Um, especially I'm going to give you a hint for Tampa next year, since, um, I don't need this advice because I live in Tampa. You can book a hotel room a year in advance, guys, one year in advance, book your hotel now with a credit card that you don't give a crap about. That way you have your hotel room before they gouge the prices before they realize WrestleMania is coming. You can always change the credit card number to a car that you actually use when it comes closer to time. But get your hotel room now, guys. 
like literally WrestleMania is less than a year. It is, is April 6th. I think if, if I'm not correct, uh, 2020. So you're in the time span where you can book the hotel, do it now. If you're out of town and you can book a flight now, do it now, do these things before the airlines, before the hotels understand that WrestleMania is coming and that 80,000 people are venturing, uh, to the town. Okay. That's my advice. Um, now that I've given the advice away, I'm definitely not getting a hotel room in LA. The rumored, the rumored stadium in LA uh, is, or I should say this, the new stadium in LA is rumored to be WrestleMania oh, 37's wow. site. So I was joking that everybody uh, that was on last week's episode now has a chance of having a WrestleMania in their hometown because uh, Jamie had it in Hoboken uh, or close to Hoboken. Uh, all, me, you, Drew are from Tampa. So we're getting Mania next year. And then, uh, sorry, Wesley is from L.A. So he might get Mania the following year. So that's kind of crazy, guys. I chose those guests for a reason. (laughs) It all worked out. What you were saying, Brandon, your WrestleMania experience. But, yeah, uh, it was also cool that we were sat near the food area. Uh, Yes. Kind of like, yeah. I agree. Go to the ball game and they have those, like, press box areas with all the cool, like, gourmet food and stuff. So that way we didn't have to run around to. That's true. I didn't even think I didn't actually think about that at the time. But uh, one of the the best things that happened was that we were right next to where all the food was, uh, bathrooms and everything. So we we didn't really miss many. I mean, even there was even a point where we went and got sandwiches and we sat in like those press release boxes and we just watched Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre from that angle instead of like having to rush back to our seats to try to watch it. And you didn't get any uh, cola spilled in your butt crack? I didn't get any nice. cola spilled in my butt crack like previous years. <laughs> Holy crap. Thanks for reminding me about that. Um, but can we talk about the fact that, okay, so we get a prime rib sandwich and the total comes up to $26. I'm like, Holy crap, that's expensive. And then Brandon looks at the girl and goes, Hey, by the way, I got two of them. And I saw the total fucking change to $52. And I was like, Oh my God, that's $26 for one sandwich. That's like, uh- yeah, because I, I was like, wait, I was like, I was trying to make sure like, okay, she's got the other sandwich because the lady was still, you know, dressing up the other one. And uh, she's like, oh, no, <laughs> multipliers to say it like, damn, $52, like, holy shit. Um, it was a good sandwich, but it was a, not $52. Good. So here, here's another question. Will you be going to Access Takeover and Mania for Tampa next year? Uh, I'm going to give you the obvious answer. It is in my hometown next year. I'm going to everything I possibly can. The only reason we didn't go to take over or go to access this year was, to be honest, it was not accessible. Um, WrestleMania was weird this year because usually everything's kind of in the same area. That, actually, that's not true. WrestleMania 31, the stuff was a little bit spread out. But usually it's around the same area. WrestleMania was like an hour away in East Rutherford where uh it was another hour to brooklyn in a different direction and then the red hook section of brooklyn had uh access and stuff so it was just weird it was just weird uh here's a question from um one of my favorite favorite viewers uh, it says will brandon fall asleep at wrestlemania 36 even though it's in his hometown <laughs> i can 100 percent guarantee yes there will be enough heat and son in that stadium that Brandon will easily blame it on heat exhaustion and say that that was the reason why he fell asleep. Um, so yes, easily. Um, but you know, to get back into mania, um, 
Brandon, what? All jokes aside, because you've been fucking yeah. ribbing me all weekend. Did Kofi <laughs> winning mean anything to you? Uh, it, it was a cool. It was a cool moment. Um, I thought the build for it was cool. You know, you got this guy. You know, the underdog. You know, the ultimate underdog. You know, you put him through all this nonsense. You know, you got the boss coming out saying, "Oh, you know, you're just a B plus player. Like, if you want to, you know, main event." the show you gotta wrestle all these guys and they're just stacking the deck against them and so it, it was a good story it was a cool story um it was great that he was able to you know make this match and then win it and get the title and sort of have his moment uh so as far as that's concerned that that's great um as far as i feel about it you know, being black or like, is this some like historical, you know, first black champion or African champion, you know, to do this or that. No, I, I didn't really get, you know, have any feelings like that about it. Um, I like Kofi Kingston. Like, I think he's great, especially the stuff he's been doing with the new day. Um, but I wasn't like a big Kofi guy, you know, back when he came in, you know, he was doing the, you know, the Jamaican, you know, air boom stuff. I wasn't sort of a, big Kofi guy so it was kind of weird him sort of getting this push seemingly out of nowhere at this time of the year anyway so I just I couldn't even really process it it was just like oh wow this guy is you know they're gonna have a main event and go against Bryant for the title so none, none of it really sunk in so it didn't have that sort of effect on me that I guess it had uh, man, and I guess, maybe for I guess, little kids in the crowd and for that's, you. That's, that's but, what made yeah. me mad, I guess. Cause I'm like, I'm like, why does this moment mean so much to me? It's like, because Kofi Kingston is a normal guy doing extraordinary things is probably the best way I can say it. And it has nothing to do with the fact that I've met him and all of that, you know, jargon. Right. It, it's literally that Kofi Kingston is a normal ass guy, a great guy who is an amazing athlete and he's finally getting his moment. So as a person, I really, really was feeling it for Kofi. I also understood what it meant for the black community and for the culture. And now for people, it, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. Okay. But it's the precedent it sets, you know, to me, you know, don't let's not get into politics, but Obama becoming president made a black kid feel like he could become president one day. Whereas before it's like, you're looking at all the white presidents going, I can't get there. You know, I, I've seen tweets where people were posting pictures that their sons grabbed the WWE title belt that they had, you know, and they held it up almost as if to say, you know, I can do this too, you know. So it's it to me, it was what it inspired a generation. It inspired a culture to now feel like they can they can do things, you know, like this. Um, <laughs> I knew somebody would say it. Isn't Finn Balor a, a, a normal guy who can do extraordinary things? No, Finn <laughs> Balor is a ordinary guy who can do extraordinary things that's the catchphrase Um, and he's a demon and he's a demon but uh so kofi winning it man it's just it gave people like me hope that anybody could do it if they really set their mind to it you know there's no excuse there's no excuse so that's why when superstar billy graham starts talking about you know you need to do steroids and do this and that he doesn't understand he doesn't understand what kofi winning means he doesn't understand that it's the it's the fact that people can relate to Kofi Kingston is why he was put in that position. If Kofi Kingston looked like a fucking jacked six foot five guy, 
he wouldn't have got that moment because people couldn't relate. And uh, Slam Home Wrestling says Shad Gaspard and MVP reacting to that moment was cool. And it's true. Uh, I posted on our Instagram, uh, reposted from Shad's um, Instagram, and it was them crying when he won the title. I've seen Josiah Williams, uh, a.k.a. Wrestling Flow. He posted, you know, his live reaction with Bianca Belair and um, Johnny Gargano and some other NXT people sitting in a room when he won. And Bianca Belair, Belair starts crying. And that's kind of what I'm getting at, Brandon. It's like if it inspired people to feel like, holy crap, you know, we just, you know, opened up a whole whole new plethora of people being able to win the title i think it does nothing right. but good for the business that's but, the thing it right. did good for the business right. you know what i mean it, it makes people feel like it's attainable right. you know me like i said me i'm i feel like i can if i really put my mind to it you know i don't think it's a coincidence that i'm now feeling like oh, i'm gonna be involved at wrestlemania tampa like i put that dream in my head it's because i saw someone like kofi shattered the glass ceiling it's because i saw josiah williams you know actually get signed by wwe so now I believe in these things now. That's the right. precedent that was set. But yeah, I guess where I'm coming from is like there's been other black champions, you know. And even though I, I come on here and I like troll about, you know, which belt is more important or means more. Name a black um, guy that won it at WrestleMania in the manner okay. that Kofi did. Okay. Okay. Booker T. I give, I give, I give so, you to so, that so, as a first. So people will always say Booker T. People right. always say Booker T. And Booker T is the best in my favorite african-american superstar of all time easily i love booker t so understand that booker t should have gotten should, he could have had this moment in wrestlemania 19 uh he could have won the title off of triple h but that's the thing he didn't and that's what that's why this means so much more because in 2019 is when we're getting our first african wwe champion african born wwe champion and he won the company title you know, so it's again, it's just like, I guess I, I'm, I'm frustrated because I almost can't understand how you don't understand how that's right. a big deal. It might just be this personality type thing. Like, I try not to, like, lump in other people's accomplishments with, like, my own or sort of things, or, like, try to, like, claim, you know, other people's of his own. It's like, no, that guy did that because he earned it on his own merits. Like, that doesn't necessarily affect me. You're trying to say um, no. I totally, I totally get yeah, what you're like, trying to say, but like it took, it took the Beatles to create, you know, to revolutionize the business, the music industry, to get it to a certain point. It took the China's. I here's a good example. It took China crossing that threshold in terms of intergender wrestling and and to get the women's name up. You know what I mean? And so it's like, I, I guess what's frustrating to me is like, you are an African-American male. So I can't see how you don't <laughs> understand African-American, American. American. Um, but yeah, man, it takes somebody to do it. It takes somebody. And Kofi did it. Kofi did it. I mean, now it's just going to be, you know, in my opinion, the norm moving forward. And that's a good thing. It shouldn't be that we were celebrating stuff in 2019. It should have happened 10 years ago. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's one of those things where it was a bigger moment for happening now. Right. Well, let's um, just be all glad that we're through this PC nonsense. We made everybody happy. And now we can get on with the business and start putting the belt on some A-plus players. Wow. Wow. That's all I have to say. Um, so match of the night, Brandon. What do you think match of the night was? 
man um you know what i had forgotten about it when we were uh discussing it earlier back in new york um uh, about you know what, what i felt about the card but um now that now that i've kind of been able to think about it a little bit i was sleeping on shane miz as, yeah uh, it's funny i think we why do we is it because we went out for a little bit and like grabbed like an ice cream or something during that match it might have been because that uh, was a great match yeah and i watched it back and that spot we were like we had a very clear view of that spot um when he did the suplex and uh, that was a good match. That was a better match than it had any business being. Yeah. Um, hold on. Before I say it, Slam Hub Wrestling, what's that spoiler alert? What what title are you talking about? I'm not going to say it on the podcast because I don't want people to get mad at me. Uh, but, yeah, that was a good match. But I think I still will give it to AJ and Orton. But the problem with AJ and Orton is that the whole crowd just wasn't into it because they couldn't fucking see. <laughs> so overall, emotional match, I'm giving it to Kofi and Daniel Bryan. But in terms of worked match, I'm giving it, I'm giving it to AJ and Orton. AJ and Orton. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to – yeah, the, the AJ and Orton match was, was, was a good match, man. But, yeah, like you said, it, the lights took away from it. It was, it was distracting it. Um, so I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give the the edge to um, Ms. Shane McMahon. Uh, but my favorite moment of the night, WrestleMania moment, was uh, the Elias and Cena segment. Um, that to me, like that, just like changed like my whole mood of the show. Like it, it brought me back up. I was like, it's hey, it damn. It didn't mean as much to me. Like I'm a big John yeah. Cena Doctor of Thugonomics fan, but. I don't know why uh, it did for me. It, it just at that moment, I guess, like how the card was going, and how how the show was going. For some reason, like that moment just just did it for me. It, it hit me. I was just I was like back into the show again. I'm still gonna give out. everybody shit because I called the universal title being first. <laughs> so I'm giving everybody, and and I can just see in my head right now, Drew giving me a big fuck you. I'm sure he's giving me a big fuck you, but fuck you, Drew. Yeah. I told everybody. The universal title is WrestleMania. Expect the unexpected. That's exactly what we got. And uh, you know what I will say? Uh, let's. I mean, let's talk about it before I get into the. Um. Before we get into it, let's talk about the main event. So the main event was. Whew, I don't know how to feel about that. I was kind of disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. Right. Um. Yeah, the main event was tough, man. Uh, I think it had a lot of things working against it. Um, first, it, it, you know, it had all the hype behind it. You know, you have freaking this household name and Ronda Rousey part of the main event. You got this whole hype train behind it. You know, this is the first woman's main event. And, you know, at that point, it's already going to be hard to try to, to sort of live up to that hype and, you know, to deliver. Um, it was good, I think, at least for this first time around to have Charlotte in the match to sort of hold things together. Uh, just because I'm not sure how. But they, but what Becky was the finish though, Ben? Well, yeah, exactly. You, you had sort of the weird finish with it. And then I think another problem with it was that the event was so long and it's coming in at the end, the crowd's kind of drained. So I don't think you have the crowd sort of in the match the way they should be at the end. 
and then yeah, you get the sort of wonky finish. But I'm okay with the finish because again, it sort of protects you know Ronda, and then you sort of you can still sort of drag the feet on you know the next I, I, mean, I said something controversial, and this has nothing to do with gender. It has everything to do with if we are equally looking at the match quality. I said if 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 we had known how the event would gone, it would have been made sense to put Kofi and Daniel Bryan last because no, no other match made sense to leave Mania on except that match. There was, I mean, they even led into Raw with that. You know what I mean? He came out, you know, he came out to challenge Seth Rollins. He led, he started the show on SmackDown. So, I mean, easily the Kofi story was the one that we left Mania talking about. And I mean, shit, I'm wearing the shirt right now. You know, I mean, just, that puts in perspective. So it's kind of like what you said. I think there's too much hype going into the first women's main event. And unfortunately, I don't think it delivered as much as it should have. Uh, but that's not necessarily their fault. Um, like you said, the crowd was pretty drained by that point. Um, and then I think the finish was a little bit screwy. I mean, it was to the point where we kind of looked at each other like that was it. Like that was the finish. And we were kind of baffled. So I, I don't know if they messed up or whatever, but they yeah. probably heard that. Uh, like, I think it was a girl in our section that was like, I want to go home. Like, really yeah. loud. I don't remember. Yeah, really that. loud. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think we said for as long as Mania was, it was pretty damn solid. And we weren't expecting that. We were expecting to, like, really just like be twiddling our thumbs and going, oh, please end. And for the most part, we didn't do that, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think we we, we had fun. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. I, I was alert. You know, I didn't sleep. Yeah. Brandon was awake except that yeah. one thing. I all jokes aside, I caught him at that one time nodding off. But I think that was right before the John Cena segment. And then sure yeah. enough, John Cena comes out and he's just like awake the rest of the night. Yeah. Um. So it was a good. It was a good night. Except until afterwards, when eighty thousand people tried to leave, no restaurants around, try, only using public transportation, and uh, it was hell. It was absolute hell. We stood in the rain till two thirty in the morning until one of my friends, Kevin, who decided to call a hundred dollar Uber ride to go to Penn Station. We didn't get home till like four a.m. That was horrible. It was to the point where we were not talking about mania. We just wanted to get home. <laughs> which was sad. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, um, uh how do you, how do you feel about this WrestleMania versus the last, you know, four or whatever, you know, that we went to? Yeah, that, that we went to or the you know, the last Well, I'll say 34. 30 was absolute, 34, 34 yeah. was an absolute fucking joke. And <laughs> uh, I, I kept I kept asking people, is that because I didn't go to it that I think it was a joke? But no, it was like it was the pacing of 34 it's like you could tell they last minute decided like okay we're gonna make the show like six seven hours and they did not get it right because by the time aj versus shinsuke nakamura happened the crowd went and there was no there was nothing to pick them up afterwards either and then brock versus roman in my opinion is the worst main event in wrestlemania (laughs) history um I'm not just saying that, and I'm talking about it. It's worse than Orton versus Triple H, which probably was, in my opinion, the worst before that. Um, <laughs> Thirty-four was horrible. Thirty-three was amazing. They did well with it. Uh, Undertaker Roman was kind of disappointing because Roman kept botching, but uh, Thirty-three was overall a great event. Uh, it was a weird one because we didn't know it was going so long. That was the first time they decided to do it as long as they did. 
and it was unannounced so we were there till like two in the morning we're like what the fuck uh 32 i'm gonna get some heat for this i love 32 i thought 32 was a better event than it had any business being people shit all over 32 for some reason they say it's a horrible event i view it i think it's because i view it like an all-star game so many of their superstars were were uh just injured or whatever seth rollins other people they were just out so they called in some heavy hitters. I like the spontaneity of the event when they had like Shawn Michaels and stuff come out. The Rock randomly wrestled a quote unquote match yeah. against Eric Rowan. Shane McMahon versus Undertaker was a very, very solid match. Um, and then Triple H versus Roman was a lot better of a match uh, than it had any business being. Uh, and it culminated from a good storyline coming out of the Rumble that year. Uh, AJ Styles wrestled his first uh, match at Mania. I mean, all in all, 32 was solid. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, 31, I think that goes without saying. That's one of the most solid WrestleManias of all time. We came out of that event. I remember Brandon and I saying that it was like easily one of the best WrestleManias of all time from top to bottom. It had so many NXT stars that had come up at the time. Um, we agreed that 31 was a better was better match quality than 30. And 30 was a decent event, but 30, the only real things I remember are um, the Daniel Bryan storyline and the Undertaker streak ending. Those are two moments, whereas like 31, I can remember like every match vividly. So uh, if you're asking me how to stack up 35 against that, I would say 35 is up there with 31 easily. Wow. It's just because they there were so many matches, but they did them well. Nothing felt like filler because I think I had a question that I didn't answer from earlier, which was if you could cut one match out, what would you which match would you cut? And that would be a hard one, be a very hard one. I'd probably cut the uh, I hate to say it, but the tag team titles maybe, and that's a hard one to cut. Do you know what I mean? So it's not, it's not like I'm cutting it because I didn't like it, they were just solid. Actually, no, screw it, I know which one I would cut. It'll be fucking Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. <laughs> oh, I don't know what the hell happened. Name. I don't know what the hell happened. I love Roman Reigns. I love Drew McIntyre. They came together. They shit the bed. Yeah, it was not a good showing for for either either of them. And it's it sometimes guys don't mesh well. And I think that was a case of it right there. Is like you got yeah. two guys that are very similarly styled, and it just did not work out. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't, that would be the match. Roman versus Drew. And I hate to say that. I mean, Roman didn't even show up on Raw the next night. You know, he's, <laughs> they're like, all right, you know, you take a break. So, yeah. Dude, need, yeah. Break. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. What I will say was kind of a little letdown for me on this mania was, uh, I guess, two of the matches that I thought were going to actually. Yeah. No. Yeah. So two of the matches I thought were going to, you know, sort of carry the show or, you know, steal the show sort of thing where the women's main event and Roman, and they were the worst. Uh, they, were the worst. they were both, yeah, kind of iffy matches. Both yeah. said that, though. It's not, it's not like you just said it. I said, I'm looking forward to Drew versus Roman. And I said, I was looking forward to Ronda versus uh, Becky versus Charlotte. And neither of them delivered. Neither of them. Oh, man. Was there another? Uh... So, anyway, I mean, overall, overall, WrestleMania was, was great. Um, we had a really fun experience. I mean, it was cool being recognized and things like that. I mean, honestly, I needed this trip for me personally. It was such a good trip. Um, yeah, I just had a lot of fun freaking walking through your old hood, and you know, that's what I was gonna say. So, the funny your friends, part is I feel like, like we're being, 
anticlimactic, but it's because some of the best moments of this weekend were not wrestling related at all. It was, I had my Tampa best friend, Brandon, hanging out with, you know, my two best friends in New York, yeah. uh, you know, Kevin and Keyshawn. And I just want to say thank you to them because they showed us a great time. I mean, it took us all around. I mean, Brandon got the New York experience in, in like two days. days. Yeah. <laughs> not even three days. Yeah, in not two even, days, yeah. In two days, you went to Brooklyn, you went to the city, you ate New York pizza, you, uh, what else, what else? I saw a rat. Um, you saw a rat in, in Manhattan. It's crazy. But, you know, like, you, we, you were kicked out of a strip club because yeah. you were wearing sweatpants. That's right. <laughs> True story. Um, <laughs> I mean, you did it all. You went on a train, you went on a, you know, you didn't go to go on a bus, I'll say that much, but you got a Metro card out of the situation. Yeah. Uh, you went to Penn Station, which is pretty famous. I mean, you saw Broadway, you saw the Empire State Building, you saw like it was like literally just like so many things all in the span of a couple of hours. That yeah. like, uh, dude, I was jealous of you because obviously I've seen these things. I lived in New York, uh, but you saw it all. You saw yeah. it all. It was like the only thing you missed out on was White Castle. And if I had to cut something out of the yeah. equation, it was gonna be White Castle because it's fast food. Would have felt like shit afterwards anyway. <laughs> right. Somebody says you went to a freaking strip club in New York. <laughs> yes, mommy. <laughs> we tried to, but Brandon, we couldn't get in because Brandon yeah. had sweatpants on. Which doesn't make any sense because sweatpants are probably the most practical thing to wear to a strip club, right? No? No. No, they're not. They're not. But that's okay, Brandon. It's okay. Next time when we go to New York, probably. Yeah. Or that wasn't year. my fault, too. I, I, I should have changed. Oh, it's totally not your fault because Keyshawn yeah. had told us, like, ah, just wear sweatpants. It's all fine. And so we're all wearing sweats. And then he goes and changes into jeans and a T-shirt. And I'm like, fuck you. I, I see you kind of <laughs> look like the best out of all of us. So I go and change in T-shirt and, and uh, jeans as well. And then Brandon just stayed in his sweats. Yeah, because he's like, no, it's all good. And we're having and, we're having a good time. We're going into any of these bars and then they want to get all fancy well now you saw what happened yeah but anyway brandon overall you i would say great trip great wrestlemania uh i think one of the best parts was mania crawl i have nothing but good things to say about mania crawl shout out to jamie for throwing an awesome event uh party bus was lit i think that's my favorite part of the whole whole damn thing um but yeah i guess we will see you next year at Mania Crawl 7 for WrestleMania 36 in Tampa Bay, Florida. Brandon, any final thoughts before we go off air? Well, you know, since he had all these, you know, first at this WrestleMania, will the Tampa Mania be the filler mania? No. Tampa's going to be a good WrestleMania. Promise you. Brandon, 0% chance. Go ahead. Oh, 0% chance. WrestleMania. 36 will be a filler mania. Wait, what? Uh, I thought you're supposed to say 0% chance it'll be a good mania. Oh. Damn it. Now it's going to be a filler mania. <laughs> we'll Thanks a lot, Brandon. Me see and Drew are upset that see we're not going to buy yeah. tickets for it yeah. anymore. All right, guys. With that being said, extra long episode, but we did want to share our experience at WrestleMania 35. So we did want to thank you for listening to episode 29 of the Kenny for your thoughts podcast, the mania after mania this time. Um, go ahead and give us a five-star rating and 
review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music. Uh, where else can you find us? Podbean, pretty much your favorite streaming music platform or streaming podcast platform, I should say. And then go ahead and watch the video version of this podcast on YouTube. It's going to drop live. As soon as I hit stop on this podcast, it will process and you can watch it. Thanks for joining us, guys. Take care. Yeah.